Y'all got your drink colors. Got my drink. It was like, ooh, Al lips look so good. I got good everything. Trust what me. else you got good, Al? Take a look at that picture I sent you. Ooh. I just figured I'd get the girls a little preview <laughs> of the spring summer collection, a.k.a. Okay. my body. It is TGIF. This is what y'all came for, right? Y'all came for this. Another fresh episode of TGIF, your new favorite talk show, nighttime show that uh, we are trying to get to three days a week. If you just put all those threes in the chat real quick and we'll uh, make sure our EP gets that. Okay, go ahead and do it. All right, y'all, we're here to spill the tea and break down some of the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So please welcome my fantastic co-host. Please welcome multimedia personality and talk show host, Funky Dineva. Happy Friday, everybody. Uh, what's up, Funky? <laughs> hey. And please welcome brand strategist, Mr. Al Reynolds. Hey, Al. What's going on, Claudia? I'm good. I am good. How's everybody doing? What y'all drinking on tonight? I am drinking on uh, vodka and orange juice. I had a date the other night. I had to see a man about a dog. He left a bottle of spin off <laughs> over here. So, you had to see him about a dog? I had to see a man about a dog. And you, you, your grandma ain't never said that. Grandma, where are you going? I'm going to see a man about a dog. You never heard I've that never saying heard before? That. It's, an no. old Southern, it's an old Southern saying for really mind your business, but... I had okay. to go see a man about a dog. <laughs> well, Claudia, have you heard that before? No, and I was going to say, Al, we, we don't mind our business on TGIF. We mind everyone's <laughs> business. So else's business. <laughs> we, can't, we can't let this moment go by. So how was the date, Q? The date was fine, but well, hold on. You in an old sexy-ass hotel room. Which Is that one of the hourly hotel rooms? Is that... <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, hourly, they make hotels hourly. Uh, uh, that's below my pay grade. I don't oh, yeah, they, they make them hourly, honey, where you hoeing around the world and now, yeah, yeah, you just need a little two hour, two hour, you know, drop in or something to wash your tussy cat off. You only two hour, three hour that, special. I don't think that hotel is hourly. Can you see that? Can you it's see a plastic it? cup. I, I see a plastic <laughs> cup. It's your real hourly to me. <laughs> I am an undisclosed location. It is not hourly. And that's all I can say right now for a little bit. But I'll, I'll get to it. Al, how's your dating life been? We haven't really de- dove into your your personal life lately. How's your love life? Anything uh, popping up? No. <laughs> I don't have one. All I do is work. I, 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 I'm, I'm open, though. But not yet. You know, uh, Justin, uh, in production, I'd like to take a note of this. I think we'd like to do um, a, a dating, maybe a dating special where we have candidates. Like, uh, I don't know. Maybe we can see if we can link a soulmate with a Fox Soul host and see how that goes. That could, that could be, be a lot of fun. That could be and, a lot of fun. Oh, they're saying, okay, Justin's saying that'll be dope. Let's do it. Okay, so fellas, ladies and gentlemen, because, you know, these two are fluid. And there, there's no limitations, so you, we don't know. We don't want to pigeonhole anybody. I if ain't you going on a date with a woman. I'll hunt you, but I ain't going on no date with her. I ain't opening no door for you, and I ain't paying for your damn dinner. So only, <laughs> only set me up with the men. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, and and men's, uh, if y'all interested, <laughs> send us a DM. Any of us a DM or the Foxhole Instagram page. Send a DM there, and we'll get your information. And um. We're going to do this, okay? Before the end of the year, we're going to do this. Okay. Oh, All right, cool. So uh, what's every- I already asked you about the drinks, right? Did I ask you about mm-hmm. the drinks? Great. Yeah. Okay. You must not be taking your brain pills, Tony. <laughs> I, no. I had a few days. brain pills. 
I skipped a few days because I've been I've been out I've been kind of working on something and I already started drinking before we got on here. I got the Tito's and um and Red Bull in my cup. So um okay, okay. Before we get started out the gate, we want to talk about this Kelly Price story real quick, trending all over social media that she was a, a missing person and people didn't know she well, she's been sick since August. Well, it just got came out. We just it was just reported that she is reportedly safe. I just feel like this story's a little fishy, but I, I'm happy to hear that she's alive and well. And, and with this, what do y'all think about this? That's a whole lot of woman to lose. I'm, <laughs> I'm not prepared. How do you lose the whole Kelly Price? <laughs> the whole Kelly Price. Like, so, uh, you know, and, and here's the thing that's getting me. I got an attitude, right? Because I just came from dinner. I got on my elevator. We have a TV in our elevator bank. And her good friend, uh, Nikki Gilbert from Brownstone, is on there speaking on national news about Kelly being lost and being concerned. And my whole thing is, don't get me wrong. I'm one of those people I check out all the time, especially when I'm depressed and my depression acting up, I check out. But I always at least let one or two people know where I'm at or I post something on Instagram or Facebook to let people know that I'm alive. I just think, and granted, I don't know the circumstances by which she's gone radio silence. But if she is alive and well and just needs some rest, I think it's kind of selfish to stir up your friends, family, and the whole nation. And you've got a boyfriend there that's with you and a daughter that know that you're doing well. I know that the people that reported you missing reached out to your boyfriend and your daughter. And the fact that the whole family unit ain't saying nothing, I think it's just messed up, especially coming off the heels of us having this debacle with missing and exploited Black women and women of color, Native American women. And now you've gotten all this news coverage for being missing and your ass home sleep and eating. Al, what do you think? I mean, the, the attorney confirmed that she is alive and she is well. So I, I this is unfortunate. I mean, it's just unfortunate. I just feel like, you know, it's, it's, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not mad at Kelly Price if she needed to take a time out. You know what I mean? We don't know what she's got going on in her life. But like you said, with all the people in her circle, a manager, an agent, a publicist, a boyfriend, let us know so we don't get all paranoid. We're already on the edge of our seats with losing so many of our people in the past couple of years. We don't need to add Ke Kelly Price to this list. And I just feel like it was a lot of unnecessary um, worry where someone just could have dropped the tweet. Or something. It don't be her because she may need a timeout. But just what someone type, just dropped. What type of vehicle you think they would have kidnapped Kelly Price in? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in deep shit. <laughs> Hell, I mean, since she made light of the situation, why can't I? <laughs> she ain't missing. She fine. I'm she not ain't doing this. I don't yeah. have enough alcohol in this room for this. I'm not doing this with you. And she passed no. her 14 days, so she fine. No. So we I, like <laughs> I like Kelly Price. I'm not uh, Kelly Price. I have nothing to do with this. And I seen your weight loss, girl. It was a U-Haul of mine. <laughs> they drove off with my friends. Lad, lad, she. You are having a. You are my our badass little kid. Right. You are our badass little kid. 
All right, y'all, moving on. And Kelly Price, we're happy that you are safe and sound. All right, moving on. Uh, fans of the popular talk show, The View, reacted to uh, host Sonny Hostin and guest host Anna Navarro being asked to leave the anchor desk in the middle of the live show, seconds before Kamala Harris was set to come out. Now, production claimed that they tested positive for COVID, but is this the truth? Someone on Instagram said, this is interesting timing considering they had hard questions for our VP Kamala Harris just saying. Another user said that they just didn't want Sonny to talk about Haiti, but then why would they let her go out there in the first place? This was so strange. What, what are your thoughts on this? Or is it just the typical conspiracy theory people on YouTube and Instagram always thinking it's more than what it actually is? What do y'all think? So, you know, usually I'm not the conspiracy theorist person and type but something in this is fishy. Claudia, you and I have both worked on several productions since COVID. I know that I have. Mm -hmm. And of some productions, I've had to do COVID tests two days before. And on others, I've had to do rapid. But one thing's for certain and two things for sure. My ass did not get on anybody's camera and say lights, camera, action without being cleared of a positive COVID test. Even if they were doing rapids day of, they let them go through hair, makeup, greetings, hello, and commercial breaks before they magically found out they had COVID. One thing's for sure, if, if they did have COVID, somebody's ass is about to get fired because y'all allowed them to come out and then subsequently expose the, the camera people, the makeup people, all the support people, and the co-hosts. What happens if all four of the ladies now, as a result of those two women being on the stage, has COVID? They legitimately would have nobody to host the doggone show. I'm not buying this COVID excuse. ABC is too big. The view is too well-oiled of a machine. I honestly do believe there was some producer at the last minute rather uh, uh, that decided, you know what, Sonny and Anna are going to ask her questions that she is not going to be able to answer. We are a democratic platform and we are not about to embarrass the president. So let's just take them off the stage and use COVID as an excuse. Hmm. Al, what do you think? You know, I, I, I'm perplexed about this. Um, because obviously I have had intimate experience with uh, ABC and The View. Um, I even was there when a president appeared on The View. And I just feel like even though it looks like a lot of this is the, all the blame is put on Kamala, I really don't think it, that she made that final call, to be honest with you. I think it's somebody who's a part of that detail. Uh, someone in communications knew that... Um, that uh, the the viral uh, video of, I can't think of her name, Sunny went viral. We know that Anna's very boisterous. But see, this is the thing. When they, when you are in the uh, view, at least it's how it used to be, the ladies used to get their makeup done together and they used to discuss the topics, right? So if anybody has COVID, if two of them have COVID, all of them have been exposed, right? And they remember they walked out together. If you look at the video, they all walked out together and they weren't within six feet. So if two have been diagnosed with COVID, everybody is supposed to be quarantined, right? That's the, that's the protocol. So I'm just not sure what, I mean, I smell something fishy's going on here, but I just can't put my finger on it because I don't think Kamala would have made that call. I think the director of communications who advanced for her made that call. And, and, and they made that call with ABC. In addition to that, when the president's there, you have to get the questions approved. So it's not like Sonny and them or Anna could have asked a question that wasn't approved. I don't know. Something else is going on. We're going to find out in the next couple of days, though. 
I agree. I don't think there was any uh, gotcha moments. The, the view, again, you, like you said, both of y'all said, is definitely pro-democratic. Uh, so I, I think they're definitely on the side of Kamala Harris and Joe Biden. And then mm -hmm. also Kamala Harris has not been shying away from the border talk. She compared it to slavery when, with those images of those white men on the horses. She's definitely been vocal about it. I will tell you this. I worked at a production recently where we were tested and it was we had because of the production schedule, we had to get to set and work. And I was actually working with folks before the results came back. And I wondered about that. I go, damn, we're on set and we haven't even gotten our results back. So if something would, I, maybe they took, maybe they, it is possible. I'm just saying it is possible. Because I think the view, you know, that's a daily show. So they're probably like, yeah, you're good. Go ahead. But maybe this no, time I came you, back you know, you got to remember the president's coming. So everything has to be right. I'm sure they took a, they took their COVID test probably early morning in, in the makeup chair, like in the, in the early morning discussions. I think they knew they would, they definitely would have had their COVID uh, results by now. We've all taken those rapids. And then we know rapids, the rapids, the rapids, they come back, the rapids come back in less than 10 minutes. I took That's one right. in the ER. And even if it came back in an hour, if they took it at eight o'clock or seven o'clock when they arrived to do the topics and do hair and makeup, they had more than enough time to get back a result from all of them. And I just don't see why I just don't see why Kamala would want to back out of that or her people. She's she's she agreed to do it. And again, you have to submit all I've had her submit questions to R and B stars. Never mind the vice president. Right. You, yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? All exactly. right, y'all, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Grab yourselves a refill on your drinks because I know you're going through your drinks and join us for more TGIF after this. Welcome back to TGIF. We are back. Let's get right back into it. You know, let's keep this political talk going. Uh, let's talk about the Cuomo brothers. They just can't seem to catch a break. A former executive producer of ABC News, Shelly Ross, is accusing CNN's Chris Cuomo of once sexually assaulting her while they work right. together yeah, at ABC News. <laughs> and she's asking for him to journalistically repent. Ross stated, I was at the party with my husband who sat behind me on an ottoman sipping his Diet Coke as I spoke with work friends when Mr. Cuomo entered the Upper West Side Bar. He walked towards me and greeted me with a strong bear hug while lowering one hand to firmly grab and squeeze the cheek of my buttock. Now, she also stated that Cuomo told her, I can do this now that you're no longer my boss and did it with a kind of cocky arrogance. Now, Cuomo's brother, Andrew Cuomo, resigned as governor a month ago over sexual harassment claims. What are your thoughts on these new allegations against Chris? And um, what do you think about this? He has apologized in an email that uh, it was actually posted in 2005. He said he was just happy to see her and he was embarrassed by his actions. And she's bringing this up now. What do y'all think about this story? Listen, I don't believe it. And I am going to go on record saying this. And if he did do it, I don't care. I don't care. And I don't care because it is a concerted effort out there now when you want to take somebody down, scream sexual harassment. Claudia and Al both, I am sure if people go through all of our relationships and business interactions from now back 20 to 30 years, we have all at one point or another said something that can be misconstrued as sexual harassment or greeted somebody or touched somebody in a way that can be, look at this damn woman. She looked like Miss Frizzle mixed with Nanny McPhee. That man did not, look, look how fine Chris Cuomo is. What the hell he gonna do with Matilda ass? 
He didn't need it. It's about her, her butter. You right, he touched your butter because it's probably flat as a boy. Matilda, get off my damn line. Al, what you think? Well, unfortunately, Q, in this instance, she she's telling the truth. Um, and she has proof. She has proof. Well, listen, and he agreed that he did it. So there's, it's already been a confession. He said he apologized to her. He said that, uh, that he also apologized to the husband. I, I, I have mixed reviews here. And the reason why I have mixed reviews is because that, that family, I used to like that family as a New Yorker or having lived in New York for over 20 years, that you know, both him and his brother were people that I kind of, I, I admired. But look, if we, if we use the same, measuring stick that the other Me Too victims have used, that's sexual harassment. And if that's sexual harassment and she wants to bring a case forward, then she can. And there are consequences because he has agreed that he did it. So I have the email here that he wrote to her in 2005. He said that the, the title was, now that I think of it, I'm ashamed. He said, uh, though my hearty greeting was a a function of being glad to see you, you know, um, Christian Slater got arrested for kind of for a similar matter. Uh, unlike my own, he said that he didn't have a negative uh, intent of this. He said, and as a husband, I can empathize with, you know, uh, not liking to see my wife being patted. Uh, so pass along my apology to your very good and noble husband. And I do apologize to you as well for even putting you in such a position. Next time I will remember my lesson, no matter how happy I am to see you. Um, I I'm going to tell you this. I I've had actual sexual assaults. Um, and I've also been sexually harassed and I've had a lawsuit against a company before. Um, and when it's not rape, when it's a an incident of an inappropriate but pinch or, a, or something like that. Admit you said you admit what you did and say sorry, and we can move on. And he did just that. Now you can't you can't apologize to me for a rape, but you can apologize to me for a grazing, a pinch. That's it's inappropriate and it's disrespectful. But it's it shouldn't be this. I'm so traumatized. Sixteen years later, and I, I can't move on. That's reserved for rape victims. And yeah. as a rape a, a rape victim. It is frustrating to me when these women that they were they were grazed, they were they they were pinched, and I'm not diminishing her issue, but a little bit I am, because there's a difference. I feel like everything's being thrown in one basket, and it's not the same. There are degrees to this, and it's been 16 years. He apologized, and she could have. I, I don't know. I just don't hard as a rape or a molestation. I just don't, and I, and I do think that the fact that you even got an apology, I think he. He was embarrassed for it. Yeah, I that's, think that's what I think. I think for me, the issue here is unless you're going to press charges, then why are you bringing it up? Right. Right. What's like, the motive? Why are you doing an open letter to diminish this man? She says she did it because of this, this shirt that he wore that had truth across it. And it triggered her because she feels like he's walking and, and being a two faced liar. And CNN has done an investigation in this. Like Claudia said, he, you know, he has apologized the intent. My whole thing is you either need to do it all, which is have a claim, charge him with something or let's not put put this whole man out on the line like this, airing all his business out like this, making him out to be a bad person and some type of sexual abuser when clearly That's in this case it, it could not be it, this is not what it was. And again, my job is definitely to 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 you know defend the women and be come from that standpoint. Disrespectful what he did? 
Absolutely. Yeah. And when it happened to me, guess what I did that week? And I don't want to put a time limit, but it was a buck grab. It was from someone in power. I reported him and I got, I, I, I filed a lawsuit. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't get a butt grab 16 years later. I don't, I, I'm seeing these women that are coming out that are like taking out people over a graze or something like that. And I feel like the women that have actually been raped, it's almost like, oh, oh okay. You, you know, it's almost like, girl, please. Based on Sorry. She, looked, she ought to be glad somebody wanted to pat her on her buttock. <laughs> That's what flat white women's got. Buttock. <laughs> Put on her buttock. Go to the next story, Chad. Speaking of little buttocks, okay, G- Jeannie Mai uh, Jenkins announced that. Wow. Jeannie Mai Jen- Jenkins. <laughs> that name's just funny. <laughs> the name is. Okay, I didn't really realize that at first. Okay, yeah. She's expecting her first child with her husband, Jeezy. Now, after her announcement, an Instagram user posted her first husband probably biting bricks and screaming right now. Well, Jeannie's uh, first husband, Freddie, clapped back and he wrote that he upgraded from trash to treasure a long time ago. Best decision I ever made. Congratulations. Being truly happy is an awesome feeling. Love my little feeling. What do you think about his 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 dig calling his ex-wife referring to her as trash? And is Freddie just big mad that she got on and went on with a black man and had a baby bomb? I mean, I think bomb. it's a combination of all of that. He's definitely hurt. He's definitely hurt. He's definitely bitter. Um, but it's one of those things where, you know what, you got to allow people to have their feelings. If that man truly did love that woman and she did not want to have a baby and that there was nothing wrong with their marriage whatsoever, she just didn't want to have kids. And that was the sole reason for him divorcing her. And then she goes off and has a baby with another man. I can understand him feeling the way he is feeling. Now, what I have let those feelings bubble up into tweets and Instagram posts, uh, depend on how much brown liquor I was drinking, but he's justified in having his feelings. Al, what do you yeah, think? I, I, I agree. Like, you know, I've looked at pictures of him. Honestly, he looks like a Trump supporter to me. And I don't know why or how they were got together in the past, but, you know, I think he's in his feelings. Listen, um, the two of them are the new it couple in Hollywood. They are everywhere. They are on newsstands. They're in grocery stores. They're on TV. Every time you turn them on, they're all over Instagram. He definitely got in his feelings because once she got some of that good, good, because she swore that she would never have kids. And that's why he filed for divorce from her because she didn't want kids. She swore she would never have kids. And she got that good, good from Jeezy. Now she not only want to have one kid, but she want to have a lot of kids. He feels like a clown. So, yeah, I see why he did it. I just feel like him calling her trash when he gets out. He got alimony from her. And then his side is actually the side acting like trash because his new girlfriend, Lindsay Tool, she was talking mad shit on the Instagram about Jeannie as well. So it's like. I haven't seen her genie really trashing him, but I've seen him and his girlfriend trashing genie. I think they're the ones acting like trash. Listen, sometimes it doesn't work out. Okay. And everything right. little thing, like, I just feel like he's being a little hater. You know what I mean? Like she's on Instagram, but the girlfriend talking about, you know, if you focus, you, you only wanted to be about yourself and that's why you, y'all didn't stay married. And, but see, like, and here's the thing. Jeezy ought to send some of his sisters around there to slap her ass because baby, <laughs> you don't even know me, mama. I don't even know you, miss ma'am. We didn't even overlap. So why is you talking? And quiet as it's kept, 
she should actually feel really stupid that she's over there defending a man who's in his feelings about his ex-wife. That would make me feel very inferior in my position. And the fact that you, you've now taken on negative emotions for a woman that you do not even know, had no involvement with on behalf of your ex-husband or, or your current husband, her ex-husband, who still seems to have a soft spot for her. You need to check yourself because you're looking all kind of stupid, whitefish. I think it has a lot to do with the, the fact that Jeezy's black, in my opinion, course, and, that, sure. and that she's having a kid with a black man. That's where I feel like the trash came from. Well, that's that's definitely some little cold words that like white folks that are that have a little bit of racism to them will say about a woman that goes that leaves them for a black mm -hmm. man. They call them trash. They refer to the Kardashians as such for, for dating black men. Listen, dating black men doesn't make you trash. Dating a bunch of men makes you trash, mm -hmm. not just a black man. I think he's mad because man, maybe I don't know. He probably feels a little uh, physically inferior to Jeezy. Therefore. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, moving on. It was announced that Kim Kardashian will host Saturday Night Live tomorrow night. And while her fans express excitement to see her become the first Kardashian to host the show, others are questioning why she was selected in the first place. Emmy Awards sitcom actress Deborah Messing didn't hold back and posted, why Kim Kardashian? I mean, she is a cultural icon, but SNL has hosts generally who are performers who are there to promote a film, TV show, or an album launch. Am I missing something? Is Deborah Messing hating or does Kim deserve that spot? I think this is like a obvious one here. What do y'all think? Deborah is hating 100%. Ever since they canceled their reboot of Will and Grace, Mama is bitter and in her feelings. Go on and sit down. Some Deborah, you answered, the, you answered your own question. I know she is a cultural icon. What more do you need? You're in the television business. You understand how this works. It's all about ratings, something your show did not get why they canceled it, Mama. So maybe if Kim Kardashian had showed up on the reboot of Will and Grace, y'all still might be gracing our screens. But don't hate, Mama. If you can't congratulate, just shut your dog on mouth and, 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 and practice your script for your next table read. I, I'm going to disagree with Funky on this one. I mean, I feel like, I don't feel like she was hating. I feel like she made a good point because all the years that it's ever been live and green, the red light on, that's how they've always conducted it. I think she's probably, and because she's in her 50s, I just think she's aged out of how things really happen now. You know, I think she's out of touch. Um, the new celebrity is, I mean, plus oh, Kim Kardashian is probably the highest level of celebrity that you can possibly be, right? And I think in this new age of how they do it, doing stuff, influencers like Kim have a higher priority than the real entertainers. And so SML is doing exactly that. They're saying, okay, this person has the influence, this person has the followers, this person can get us more ratings than what we're used to getting from our regular entertainers. And also remember, influencers like Kim Kardashian are making way more money um, they're getting way bigger spots and they're taking this. They're taking the place of true entertainers, to be honest. Well, you know, this not, happened. Go ahead. You're not going to keep calling her influencer. She is an actress. OK, she was in Tyler Perry's <laughs> Apple. <Moment. laughs> she played she, the hell. She is an influencer. She played the hell out of that secretary. So Deborah Messi, she's definitely she was an actress. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say this real quick before we go to break. Um, I, I get I think, again, 
once again, two things can be true at the same time. This thing happened when reality stars and rappers and singers started getting the good acting roles. A lot of actors, classically trained, people that put in the work for many years, felt some kind of way. And understand, imagine you in this field, and all of a sudden someone that got some followers comes along and they, right. they, they trump you. I get how that feels. But at the same time, at this point, listen, I'm going to say this. Kim is a beautiful woman. She's unproblematic. She don't bother nobody. She bothers no one. And she's actually a sweetheart. And she she made nothing out of she made nothing into something huge to the tune of about a $1.2 billion value. So I think she absolutely deserves to host SNL. Her reality show, how many years was it? 14, 17 years? One of the longest running shows on reality TV. She, she deserves to be there. Deborah Messing, maybe you could be on there in the future. I don't know. But I I get, I get how you feel, but yeah. Kim does. Kim deserves to be there. She, That's she, fun. she, she deserves to be there. All right, we're gonna take a quick break, and uh, we'll be right back with more TGIF. Back to TGIF once again in the comments, in the chat on YouTube. Give us some thumbs up. Give us some threes if you want to see us three days a week. Okay, but until we get to three days a week, we got to make some money. We got to pay these bills. All right, y'all. Audible is a leading provider of spoken word entertainment all in one place. And you can find the largest selection of audiobooks ranging from bestsellers and new releases to celebrity memoirs, motivation and original entertainment from top celebrity creators and thousands of popular binge-worthy podcasts. Now, as an Audible member, you will get one credit every month, good for any title in the entire premium selection. That means the latest bestseller, the buzziest new release, the hottest celebrity memoir or that bucket list title you've been meaning to pick up now those titles are yours to keep forever in your audible library and it doesn't end there you'll also get full access to audible's popular plus catalog that's filled with thousands of audiobooks original entertainment fitness and guided meditation including ad-free versions of your favorite shows and exclusive series now whether you're working from home cooking exercising on a walk or just relaxing, Audible is easily accessible. And guess what? Audible can help people with their personal goals. Now, if you want to learn something new, get more books, focus on your mind and body wellness, or simply enjoy a well-deserved vacation, Audible will help you do just that. And new members can always try Audible for 30 days on us. Just visit audible.com slash T or text T to 500-500. Once again, visit audible.com slash T or text 500, 500. All right, y'all. We'll be back with more T, more TGIF after this. TGIF. I'm looking at some of the comments here. Uh, uh, someone, someone said, uh, some little fool named Joe said, Claudia with her rent-a-boyfriend sits at the Hampton Inn. Let Q read. Give Q a chance. Al was tickled when KJ walked up. Okay. Thanks, uh -huh. KJ, for supporting Claudia. Okay. All right. Joe, shut the F up. Okay, we going on three goddamn years. I don't rent shits. Okay. All right. Anyways, talking about the shits, let's get into the story about the, the, the Catholic Church once again. And I grew up Catholic, but I, we got to talk about this. So an Italian Roman Catholic priest, Reverend Francesco, is uh, on house arrest for allegedly stealing over $117,000 in church funds and donations to buy drugs and to throw sex parties at his home. Now, police are in the process of interviewing 200 people who've said they've attended his parties in the last two years. According to reports, the priest and his roommate are alleged. Wait, a priest had a roommate? What the hell? 
They're giving me struggle college vibes. Okay. <laughs> Supposedly they've, been, they've used uh, dating websites to invite people to their home where the drugs were used and sold. Police even found a homemade, wait, this is the most ghetto ratchet ass story, homemade crack pipes. And suspect Francesco's roommate imported a liter of the Drake, the rape drug, GHB. What are your thoughts on the story? And does this sound like a party that y'all would want to attend? So, no, it don't, because I don't do GHB, never have, or them other drugs. Now, I don't did some other little party drugs, but I don't miss them. <laughs> I don't been to a sex party a day or two, but don't judge me from my past, because I don't live there no more. <laughs> Listen, okay, okay. I know at the Vatican, as a sub-department of HR, they've got the damn infidelity, rape, choir boy, sex party, drug scandal department. This riddles the Catholic Church, and I know uh, Pope John Paul III is somewhere doing a funky Y2C in his grave over what <laughs> he's doing down to the Catholic Church. Catholic Church people, Catholic <laughs> Church people, y'all got a problem. From the time them boys, we little choir boys, to the time they get grown and go to college or seminary school and come back to the Catholic Church and start paying them, them little boys tussy cat. Y'all got a problem? Y'all need to hire Olivia Pope? Y'all need to hire Monica Lewinsky or Linda Tripp. Y'all need to hire Al Reynolds here, brand strategist, to come down there and get y'all ass together about this sexual abuse problem that y'all have. We is living in the Me Too movement. When is we going to have the religious Me Too movement to put these pastors and these priests down like they need to be? Can we show the picture one more again? One more time. Let's see the picture one more time. Let's see it. Can we see that picture? Oh, wow. Come on. He's giving me Ted Cruz perv. Ted Cruz, a little Ted Cruz-ish. Yeah. And he's shaped like an avocado. <laughs> and I Al, bet little. <laughs> of course he is. Al, what do you think about this story? Listen, the U.S. diocese, you know, we know that these Catholic priests, they have over 17,000 sexual complaints and have paid out more than $4 billion to people that they have offended. At this point, we know what it is when you think about the Roman Catholic priests. My thing here is just thank goodness they're not playing with little boys. In this case, he's just stealing money to have sex parties with consenting adults. Let's give them at least they're moving in the positive direction of no longer messing with little boys. Because remember, in the last couple, like in the last 10 years, they paid $130 million out in Philadelphia, $66 million out in Los Angeles, or was it $660 million out in Los Angeles, and $210 million out in Minnesota for having the, the, the Roman Catholic priests having sex with little boys. Look, this is a step in the right direction. I know it's still bad for stealing from the church, but at least they're not stealing from the church and having little boy sex parties. Isn't this a tr uh, like really messed up that we got to give props? Like, at least they ain't raping little boys no more. Like, you know, that's how messed up the Catholic church is. That's how bad is. it is. That's 17,000. Society, we're on a race to the bottom. Yeah, when you have to rationalize stuff like that, now, here it is. It's hungry people out here in the streets of Philadelphia and all these other places. Okay, people need bus vouchers. People need housing vouchers. People need food vouchers. And he right here giving the money to Nino Brown so he can have sex with men. It's just shameful, and it shouldn't uh -huh. be. You know what's also bad? 
I, I, I grew up Catholic and we used to have to go to confession and confess things that really were in the big <laughs> scale of things. Oh, I stole a pack of gum, priest. Oh, say three Hail Marys and two whatevers and, and you'll be fine. Y'all got crack pipes. Y'all got whores up in there. Y'all drugging each other with GHB and all kind of nonsense. And these are the people that are on their high horse telling us what we should do to repent so we can maybe get into heaven. Ain't that some bullshit? Yeah, I agree with you. That's why I'm Baptist, honey. I ain't never believed in that. I'm going to cut it out now. We don't want to talk about the Baptist church. You know, I'm, Baptist too. I'm Baptist, honey. Saved, sanctified, and full of the Holy Spirit. Now, um, whoever put these stories in order, is this going to make me look shady? Because we talk about priests with little boys and crack pipes. And, and now I got to move on to this, this Birdman story, okay? In a recent interview, <laughs> oh man, kissing little boys. Y'all set y'all y'all set me up to fail here. Y'all set me up to fail. So in a recent, in a recent interview with Bird, a Birdman addressed why back in the day people would see him kiss Lil Wayne all in the mouth. He explained, I always looked at Wayne as my son, and I always looked at it like cause I was in the streets and I thought this might be the last time he'd ever see me. Birdman went on to say, I want his father. I was his father when he didn't have a father since he was nine years old. And I love him like my own son. And I give my life for him. And I take a life for him. What are your thoughts? I think it's beautiful. <laughs> I think it's beautiful. I, I, I legitimately yeah. think it's beautiful. I think we live in a world where particularly black men are not allowed to express any type of sensitivity or emotion without there being some stigma or title attached to them. I think that that I think that Birdman knowing that people will call that gay act and doing it publicly anyway um, definitely shows the level of love that he truly has for Lil Wayne. I, 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 I think it's beautiful. I think the world needs to get to a place where men are allowed to be more affectionate amongst one another. And maybe we'd have less issues in our community. Al, what do you think? Listen, all I want to know is how did they go from kissing each other on their lips to Birdman owing Little Wayne $51 million in court. What happened to all that affection and love? And that's my son, and I'm going to protect him. I'm going to love him. I love him like a son. If you love him like a son, then you don't end up in court owing him $51 million. Maybe Little Wayne couldn't kiss. <laughs> I uh, never not. Let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. Okay, I, I get what you say, Q, and I think that is, you know, we we in Italy, I see like men walking arm in arm. It means nothing. It, they no one looks down on them and says, "Oh, that's gay." No one insults them. It's just you show affection to your cousin, to your best friend. Mm. I just found it weird that a man that's not related kisses a nine-year-old boy on the mouth. I thought that was weird. I get like if you like have a, a I don't know, father son, but. Is that, well, is that we, otter? We, well, we don't know that he was kissing him at nine. We don't know that. So let's not put that out there. We don't know that if he's always been kissing him. He said he well, known he said him that. since nine. He said, I don't oh, even okay. he said he was kissing him since nine. He said he knowed him since nine. He could have started kissing him at 16. Could have. You know what? Okay. I can't I can't win with this top. There's no way for me to win with this. It's no. a lose-lose. It's a lose-lose situation right here. What's Roland Ray doing these days? How she <laughs> Ray got a boo. You saw that? Girl, Shante had a man too, and you saw what happened to that. 
Another interesting thing with Birdman, he, he was saying uh, which artist he regrets not signing. Mm-hmm. And he was saying uh, Kanye West. He was, you know, with Kanye West. They were working together before Kanye West was Kanye West. But he mm-hmm. had to decide between being loyal to Manny Fresh or Kanye West. And he went with Manny Fresh. And so he said they've always stayed in touch. And then and that was, I thought, you know, it's always interesting to see, like, who people passed on. I thought that was kind of interesting. Kelly All right, Price next. Kelly Price had a man and her friend took hers. What'd you say? Kelly Price had a man and her friend took hers. I was just talking about all the people who man got taken. You know, Shantae had a man. Birdman had a man. <laughs> Kelly Price had a man, but her friend took it. Then R. Kelly got involved. In Speaking of R. Kelly, we got some R. Kelly news. And then they're really trying it with this. I want to hear y'all thoughts on this nonsense. So uh, for some reason, Martin Luther King Jr.'s name got dragged into this dirty ass, nasty ass R. Kelly trial. Now his defense attorney, uh, Devereaux Akanik, gave his closing argument yesterday and told the jury that Kelly is demanding the prosecutors prove he's guilty beyond a reasonable doubt the same way Dr. King fought for his constitutional rights. He even quoted part of the MLK speech by saying, I've been to the mountaintop somewhere and I read uh, and I read of the freedom of speech somewhere. I read of the freedom of assembly somewhere. I read of the freedom of the press, although his argument wasn't clear. I don't know what the hell he was doing. Trying to equate those two. I don't know. Uh, It seems like the point he tried to make was that Dr. King wanted the government to uphold the Constitution. And R. Kelly is requesting the same rights. What are your thoughts on R. Kelly's attorney trying to compare him to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. with this Hail Mary. <laughs> Let me tell you what, you want my honest opinion. I think both of them should go to jail. The lawyer should go to jail for grandstanding because that's what he was doing. You know, that that's an unethical thing for lawyers to do. He's grandstanding, meaning he's trying to divert uh, the, the, the jury's attention instead of focusing on the, the parent, I think he should serve some jail time or get fined. And I think R. Kelly should go to jail for his three, four decades of pedophilia. That's my opinion. Hold on. Hold on. Come here, KJ. Since you're going to be walking back and forth right. in the show, in the back, everyone's like, you, let me hold on, Let me put it so he can hear right now real quick, because I'm sorry. This is, this is like a reality show right now. Hold on, what in the world? Hold on, let me, let me, yeah. let, black you, people, we can't have nothing nice, okay? Nothing. <laughs> we can't have nothing nice. So people are thinking you're my retta man, you walk in the background, you know I'm on, on, on the air right now, right? Yeah. Uh, okay, do you want to say anything to the people <laughs> since you just walk in the background? Right. <laughs> I live here too. Okay. Now get your ass out of the way so we can do our damn job. <laughs> All right, y'all, listen, I think this story is hilarious. Um, listen, I guess he's doing what a lawyer is supposed to do. He got to, you know, you know you lose in the case and you have to throw these Hail Marys. So uh, speaking of losing, we're going to lose the show if we don't go to commercial break. So we can pick up if anybody else has any more thoughts after this quick commercial break. I'm going to get this Negro out the background because he's doing Please too much. Please do, but we lose we'll be right all back. my job. <laughs> Welcome back to TGIF. Everybody in the chat, I see what y'all saying. KJ is not young. He's about to be 45 in like two days. I'm 48. We three years apart. He just looked mad young. Okay. All right. We're going to finish the show professionally, right? We're going to be professional. Okay. Speaking of professional, uh, Amber Rose says she's uh, enjoying her return to living that whole life since her breakup last month. 
Earlier this month, uh, we reported that Amber Rose exposed her ex-boyfriend, Alexander A.E. Edwards, for cheating on her with 12 women throughout their relationship. Now, since their breakup, Rose has revamped her Instagram page and posted a sexy video with the caption, when you can finally breathe the air of whole life again. What are your hmm. thoughts on Amber Rose celebrating her whole phase now that she's a single woman? What do y'all think? She been a hoe. She's still a hoe. She proud to be a hoe. She said no slut shame. She created a whole organization for sluts and whores. I mean, there's nothing here to see, people. Ah, what do you think? I mean, pretty much. Like, should we, should we go down the list? It was Kanye, Wyclef, James Hardy, 21 Savage, Odell Beckham, uh, Machine Gun Kelly, Chris Brown, uh, French Montana, Nick Simmons, A.E. Edwards. I think she's going to be all right. She's going to get her another one. Rich one. Fine. She got them all. She better go get a vagina plasty if she plan to keep it. <laughs> Hold up, though. I got to say this for the ladies. We are quick to point out when a woman's had some lovers. And because it, they're all celebrities, it seems worse than it is. The average secretary. Girl, you about to spill your tea. You about to spill your tea. I am in a three-year. You a whole organization. I'm in a three-year mm -hmm. relationship with Bro, my we talking about the other years before them three. I've always been a one-at-a-time type of chick. Always been one at a time. I'm too lazy to be a hoe. I done said it many times. Listen, I'm not, I, I got I got to say, when we run down the list of their lovers, the same men that she's been with have had hundreds of women, but they ain't famous. They little waitresses at Perkins She started an organization called the Slut Walk. She, she owns what she is. I get it. Damn secretary while she defended the girl. Y'all are more hoes than I am. I'm never going to hoe. I'm too lazy to be a hoe, okay? Listen, I'm just saying, because I see in the comments, whenever we run down lovers of a woman, it's like, they're, they're, they're shaming her. Listen, I, I'm not a fan of the slut walk. Her. She started an organization called the Slut Walk. I'm just saying, when you drop the names, all them guys you named are hoes too. They <laughs> hoes too. IQ, you're crazy. She's still a hot tea. She's still a hot tea. Oh, tea. I know, I know Mr. Threesome ain't talking <laughs> down to the bar with the hot fucking by a dumpster. Girl, you 20 years older than me, girl. You started 20 you, years and you got And you got more bodies. And you got more yeah. bodies. <laughs> Girl, you've been in Hollywood longer than me, girl. Uh, them, men don't, yeah. them men don't want me. They yeah. want you. They don't want me. Girl. They want you. You was on prices Right with Bob Barker. And I sued them. Girl. And I won. Girl, then you went over there to Howie Mandel or Jill or no Jill. No issues there. there. No oh, issues there. Oh, you went over to Celebrity Apprentice, girl. I mean. No girl, issues there. I was he at the bar, girl. I saw you in the Black Street Boys video, girl. I was in the fifth grade, girl. I don't, I don't mess with the white meat. I don't mess with the white meat, honey. All right, y'all. So what do y'all think about this story? What do you think? I mean, shit. What do y'all think about girl, it? Girl, we don't care about that story. We want to know the rest of your team. <laughs> One day I'm going to that damn story. <laughs> Y'all crazy. And I ain't even drinking. <laughs> I am. I'm hot as hell. All right, y'all. Okay, listen. To switch up our topics and provide a little balance with this ratchet-ass crew, we would like to uh, discuss the power of being still. Now, days ago, Funky posted on his Instagram, if only some of y'all knew the power of being still. And um, let's get into it. Why is it so important to embrace moments 
of stillness. And what made you post that, Q? Um, I was laying down and it was a Facebook memory came across my screen um, of something that was in the past when I was down at my lowest. And I remember in that moment when I thought everything was going so bad for me, I said, this is the result, Q, of you swimming upstream, going against the grain, not going with the current and listening to the universe. If you wasn't too busy running the streets, Tootsie rolling and I, 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 and be still, you could have heard what God, the universe, whomever you pray to was trying to say to you. So I, I, I wrote that to tell people when your life is chaotic, when everything is going wrong, when everything is going on, be still. Get missing and exploited like Kelly Price, but be still, just be quiet. Lay down, cut off all distractions. I have this thing, I have to sleep on it. Go to sleep. And I promise you the spirit will speak to you and it, and it will put you in perfect alignment for what it is that you need to be doing. And that was the whole motivation behind that post. I like that post. And um, I, th- I think that's, you make some good points. I feel like we just feel like we always got to do something and fix something, address something and talk and talk to something. I realized something about myself recently about uh, caring too much about others. And KJ, this is something that he talks to me about a lot that um, a lot of times I'd be caring about others more than myself and caring about something and and it 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 messes it jams me up every time like i the girl that gets back with the bad boyfriend and you know what they're going to do what they're going to do they're going to be how they're going to be i can't change nobody so i'm going to be still in these friendships and let them do what they do and at the end of the day i i make my choice if i want to be around it and and that's a different uh, an yeah. angle of that. It's a, you know, it's kind of related to that about being still. A lot of times we stress ourselves out about other people's stuff and it ain't going to fix it. Mm-hmm. We don't want to lose the sleep, not them. So yeah. What do you think about this, Al? I think we're out of time. I think let's play the game. Or we can talk about them years, baby. We can talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> she want to bring up them. I'm in a committed relationship for three years. Three years. Hi, girl. We talking about Let's, play the, other game. Let's play the game. Let's play the game. I've always been a one-on-one person, Q. Oh, gosh. Here we go. The game. Um, uh, the y'all, game. Je- y'all jealous of our love. All right, listen. Let's yeah, move my- on. What? I was going to say, should we do a story or the game? We got two minutes left. You know, the game is, is real fast. Let me just Let's do a quick. story. Production um, says story. Is that what they said? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, hold on one second. All right, let's talk about this. Uh, female teacher uh, at an elementary school in Portland, Oregon, has been suspended after reporting to work in blackface, uh, supposedly to protest the school's district's vaccine mandate for employees. White folks want to be oppressed so damn bad. She dressed up as Rosa Parks, darkened her face with iodine. The school's district confirmed the blackface incident and said the employee was removed from Mabel Rush Elementary School and placed on administrative leave. What does Rosa Parks have to do with protesting the vaccine mandate? Let's get to this in less. We have a minute. Not a damn thing, Al. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this whole school district is screwed up. This isn't the first incident that they had. The first incident, they uh, outlawed Black Lives Matter uh, signs, as well as LBGTQ signs. Second thing, they had a slave trade where the, the students there had set up, like, on the Internet, selling off the Black students. I mean, and now you have this. This just shows to you that what white privilege is all about. There's no consequences in this school district for all of the race 
racist stuff that they do. And putting her on administrative leave is just a nice way of saying that we're not going to do anything about it because this is our school district. Why, people, you're not oppressed. I know you're jealous of the attention we get for really actually being oppressed, but that don't apply to y'all. Knock it off. I want to thank my co-hosts, Funky Dineva and Al Reynolds, for rocking with me tonight. Thank you for watching us on YouTube. Stay tuned for the Tammy Mac show that is up next. Y'all have a great week, and I'll see you heifers back on Wednesday. So be bring them 23 years, heifer. <laughs> don't be a whore this weekend. If you do, wear a condom. Okay, make them wear a condom. I'll see you on Wednesday, boo.